Welcome to the Darlington Extra podcast channel. Working with communities, staff and partners to provide positive outcomes. Hello and welcome to the Darlington Extra podcast. My name is Martin Webster. I'm the Workforce Development Manager in the People Group. And today we're going to be talking to Councillor Roche, who's the Cabinet Member for Health and Housing, and to Matt Hufford from the Housing Team. We're going to be talking about the role of the Cabinet Member, and we're also going to be talking about the important role that the Tenants Panel plays in the voice of the community in Darlington. So we're just going to do it as a a bit of a kind of question and answer as we normally do, very relaxed, and um, we're going to start with some introductions. So Councillor Roche, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, so I'm Councillor Matthew Roach. I'm the councillor for Park East and also I'm the cabinet member for Health and Housing. Uh, and it's great to be on this podcast, Brian. Thank you. And Matt? Yeah, I'm the customer engagement coordinator for uh, Dartonborough Council, the housing team. Been in the role for about three years. Um, so I'll get out and about in the community and meet all types of tenants and, and, and councillors and, and fellow professionals. So I'm a bit of a jack of all trades. Fantastic. Thanks very much. Okay, so first question is for Councillor Roach. So what's your background to becoming a councillor? I guess there's two main drivers that led me to stand as a councillor. Firstly, I've always been involved in community work since I was a kid. I was volunteering in my local church. I've been active in tenants and residents associations and arts charity, homeless charities. Uh, I was also one of the founders for Dallas, of Darlington for Culture, was vice chair of Darlington Credit Union, chair of Bike Stop Darlington, which was a community business, and a trustee of Crown Street Library. And the last of those three were all based in the ward that I now represent. Uh, secondly, I've increasingly believed that the country needs a change in direction, that there are too many things that are not right in, in the way that things are being run um, and we needed a change. So these two elements really came together to uh, make me feel that standing as a councillor was the natural next step for me. And I'm incredibly honoured to have been elected as the councillor for Park East. It's really the heart of Darlington, covers the town centre, Skirm Park, Park Place, um, Hargrove Terrace and Pentry Streets. Borough Road, it covers a big area um, and representing and supporting these areas is incredibly important to me. That's brilliant. And I think being able to kind of represent the the voice of the people in those areas. And I've worked as a practitioner on a lot of those areas um, in youth and community kind of work as well. So um, I do have a real affinity to a lot of the areas that you mentioned there, particularly in on Scone Park, where I did a lot of youth and community work personally myself. And it was it's such a great estate to be part of and to, to link into as well. And I think the voice of people is really important. So in terms of your role as portfolio holder, can you tell us a little bit about that? So um, I got elected last year as councillor for Park East and uh, very shortly after I got elected I was asked to be the uh, in the cabinet of Darlington Borough Council and, I, and I'm the portfolio holder for health and housing. I guess there's two bits to it, health and housing as the title suggests. In terms of health that means I'm responsible for overseeing uh, our public health services. So that's things such as health visitors, mm. sexual health services, support for those facing issues with drugs and alcohol and, and I also kind of look at the relationship between the NHS and the council, thinking about how we can you know, better collaborate, uh, make things better for people, take some of the strain off the NHS, which actually the council does well in terms of getting people out of hospital when they need to be. Um, I also chair the Darlington Health and Wellbeing Board, which is a really a forum for bringing people together, all kinds of different agencies, the NHS, schools, colleges, to really think about how we can work together to collectively improve health and wellbeing in our town. And then on the housing side, this covers council housing. So that's the, the over 5,000 council homes that we've got in Darlington. Um, and Lifeline, which supports people to remain independent in their own homes and hope 
services. So practically, this means that I oversee the delivery and development of our services in these in these kind of key areas. And my real privilege to oversee our council housing. I grew up in a council house, and most other areas got rid of their council houses to housing associations um, in the last 20 years, uh, predominantly uh, the beginning of uh, the turn of the the millennium. But we really kept hold of them in in Darlington, and this means we can, I think, means we can provide a better service, and we can make the most of the links between our council homes and the other services that we run, especially when it kind of comes to things like homelessness. Interesting there you mentioned about providing a a better service as well. And I think we talked just before we started recording about voice of the community and and how the voice of the people that we represent is is massively important in the decisions that the council make and that the departments make. Why do you think it's important for tenants to be involved in the housing services? Yeah, I mean, I know that. People have got busy lives, people have got a lot on, but really it's so, so important for tenants, for us, for tenants to get involved in housing services and because they really understand our homes because they live there. It's kind of obvious, really. And their expertise is really important in helping develop our services in the best way, way that meets tenants' needs rather than what officers or councillors think might be best. The other important point is that it really helps hold council housing services to account. I'm a huge advocate of for accountability. Um, I go out of my way to kind of reach out to, to councillors across the political spectrum, but also make sure that I'm listening to lots of different groups. And we talked about um, people learning impairments before and kind of met with uh, a representative who talked to me about the work that they're doing in terms of advocacy for people learning impairments but generally holding services to account is really important and my view is that a part of the issues in Rochdale not many people might know about this particular case but there was a a young boy called Awab who very sadly died um, in his council flat because of uh, damp and mold issues and who's reported them a lot of times and I today and it was a housing association and I think a lot of the issues first started when when that kind of accountability or the the, the voice of the tenants was was sort of undermined really and so to to really it, it's really important to, to for tenants to get involved to make sure that they hold us to account and to also make sure that we shape services in the way that that meet tenants needs and i really urge all tenants to get involved i know people are busy but you know joining the tenants panel i know people who are on the panel really enjoy it and really enjoy sort of getting really under the skin of some of the some of the things that we have to grapple with in terms of you know, kind of making the services the best they can be. Uh, come out estate walkabouts, which uh, Matthew Huffer, do, who we'll hear from later, has, has kind of really well organised across the borough. They're really important in terms of getting people out and about and um, sort of finding issues on, on, on the street. And if people, if tenants join us, it makes it a lot easier for us to understand what the issues are. Be part of a tenants association, uh, answer consultations or, or, involve, or get involved in community projects, um, which also uh, Matthew's involved in supporting. And it was really interesting in the um, in one of the last podcasts that we did because we heard from some of the members of the um, of the tenants board as well, and and they talked to us very much about representing their communities, having a voice, and the importance of that, and talking about the different things that they. I guess, learn from each other as much as anything else about fairness, about co-production, about working together. Um, and I think it, it really strengthens the relationship between the individuals that are living in the houses and the council, because essentially it's we're all wanting the same thing. We're wanting 
really good housing, really good kind of opportunities for people to engage and that that chance to have a really high quality life. And I suppose that's that's what we're all aiming for, really. Thanks for that, Councillor Rush. And, I, and I'll, I'll move on to, to Matt now as well. Um, Matt, can you tell us a little bit about the community funding and what it is and how it can be used? Yeah, so we have um, a pot of community funding which is available for sort of all council tenants if they if they want to apply um, it's up to a thousand pounds and it's for projects that are in their community so previous examples of this have been garden projects like uh, one we had at wesley court we also had upgrades for equipment in community centers brilliant example of this is at the havelock center on north road where we got equipment such as pool tables uh, dartboards and that was to sort of for people to be more for their community centers to be more accessible and for more people to join that had a fantastic effect more people sort of visiting that community center than ever before um it also goes through to something that happened at Branksome Hall drive where we got a defibrillator uh, installed so obviously life-saving machinery all of which which was sort of bought with with the community fund which is fantastic and it really shows that we're making a difference all sort of information about the community fund is available on, on our website. We advertise it on Facebook as well. But obviously, if, if anyone wanted to, to speak to it with me, I'll be available at all times as well. So, yeah, it's, it's a fantastic project and it will continue sort of in within the next year as well. Sounds absolutely brilliant. And I know that kind of practitioners across the board would be really interested in um, supporting, I suppose, members of the community to, to access that as well. What a great resource. Um, and I think we're at the end of our podcast. And just to say a massive thanks to our guests today um, and join us again on the Darlington Extra podcast, where we'll be talking about more interesting topics that are impacting Darlington. Thanks very much, both. Thank you. Thanks, Brian. You've been listening to the Darlington Extra podcast on our Darlington Extra podcast channel. For more great content, make sure you subscribe now.